Welcome to the Why Arts Podcast. I'm Jasmine. On this show, we'll interview local artists from Frederick who are making an impact in their craft, as well as artists who are involved with the YMCA Art Center. Together, we'll explore their stories, ambitions, influences, exhibitions, and more. As we highlight their experiences, you'll learn more about who they are and what's next for their careers. This podcast will provide a place to find talented creators. Thank you for listening. On today's show, we have Maggie Kirkpatrick. Welcome. They are a photographer from the Frederick area. Go ahead, introduce yourself. Hi, I'm Maggie. I am a photographer um, from Frederick, Maryland. Been here for a very long time. <laughs> yeah. Are, are you like hometown? Yeah, somewhat. I grew up in Germantown mm-hmm. and then moved to Washington and then came to Frederick. So I was kind of bounced around, but Maryland whole life. <laughs> cool, cool. Are you enjoying Frederick? Yeah. Yeah, a lot of a lot of um like memories tied to this place, like all good memories. So, I'm really enjoying like settling in as an adult, I think, mm-hmm. out out of school and like getting out um especially after COVID and like kind of, yeah. you know, being back in downtown and being back in like just outside in general. <laughs> Have you done any exhibitions in Frederick before or? Um, two. Well, one. Well, two. I'm going to say two. <laughs> but um, I had an exhibit at um, Area 31. Very sad that they're not there anymore, but Area mm-hmm. 31 in uh, 2018. And then I won a award at the Delaplane in 2017. And I had um, my one of my photographs up for a month. I don't know if that really counts as an exhibit, but it was up there for a little bit. So just yeah. just the two. Cool. Um, that's cool. Um, what kind of art do you specialize in? I know we've talked about photography, but um, is there more? I'd, I'd define it as fine art photography. I'd be very curious to hear what somebody else would say about that. I think it's just ambiguous photography at this point. It's just whatever I feel like doing. <laughs> What's the way you create with photography? Like, do you have ideas of shots in mind that you go out and take, or do you sketch them out? How does that look like for you? Um, I mostly just have an idea, and I hyperfixate on it until I actually do it. <laughs> That's the process. I just I hold it, or I just can't stop. I just don't forget about it, and then I get out and do it. Other times, I just go out and just take photos and see what happens. Mm-hmm. And, you know, see what goes from there. How did you start photography? Um, oh, this, is, this is a funny story. There was, it was summer 2013. I found an Instagram account. Um, I think this was when they just implemented the Explore page or something. And I found um, somebody's Instagram account. She was the same age as me and she was doing photography. And I was like, oh, I want to do that. So I started doing it. So shout out Haley. She's probably never going to listen to this, but we're mutuals now on Instagram, which is really cool. But she was the one who got me into it. Um, and I picked up my mom's Nikon cool pics and I just started taking pictures of stuff and just like anything and everything. And then for Christmas, my dad got me my first camera and then it just kind of went from there. That's and awesome. I just never stopped. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> How did you evolve since 
that time you first picked up a camera? I don't know, honestly. It's it's like I kind of just started doing it because it, like I kept, well, rather I kept doing it because it gave me a lot of inner peace and it gave me, um, it, it made me happy. It distracted me. Um, and then I started shooting with friends and then all of a sudden, because I had a very hard time making friends as a kid, so I realized, like, oh, I can make friends doing this. This is cool. So <laughs> when I was in high school, well, I was homeschooled, but, like, the equivalent of high school, I met my best friend, Piers, and then he and I started shooting together all the time. And then um, through him, I got introduced to a lot of people. And then just in the community overall, I got introduced to a lot of people. Um, so I think it was more so like I evolved with it, I guess. Like it, it's evolved almost on its own just from like me doing it. Like I feel like it very quickly became something where it's like if I stopped doing this, I would not know who I was anymore. Um, I don't know if that sounds pretentious. No, but. It's, it's a part of you. <laughs> it's a part of you. It's awesome. And it, it definitely became just something that's like, I'm going to find ways to do this no matter what. So it kind of evolved on its own. I never really tried to push it into a direction, you know, if, if that makes sense. Like yeah. I kind of just let it do its thing and just kept rolling with it. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Has um, your subject matter changed over time? You said you started out doing stuff for peace and then you started taking pictures of friends. Is it more like, what do you call your subject matter mostly? Oh God, it's all over the place. Cause yeah. it, it's still like, cause it went from, Doing it when I was younger for that just inner peace and just that sort of like, it, it just, it yeah, it just gave me a lot of peace. And then doing it to find friends and because it was like super fun and then the pandemic happened and then it became um, just like, I, I had done it for so long by that point that it's like, I don't want to stop now. So then it was just all self-portraits for like a year. And now that COVID is like not not over, but now that COVID has sort of, you know, kind of died down and people are kind of coming out a little bit more, I'm trying to get back out there and like shoot with friends again. So it's sort of cyclical, mm -hmm. I guess, in a way. Um, but as far as subject matter goes, it really is just like everywhere, I think. I don't, I don't think that there's a category almost that I could box it into. Um, and whether that has to do with my lack of self-awareness of my own work or the fact that I can't box it into anything, I don't know. But um, it's it's very, very cyclical. I've been back on a self-portrait sort of like streak now, but I know like maybe in a week I'll be only shooting with friends or something. So it's just, it like I said, it just kind of does whatever it does. <laughs> yeah, kind of have your art flow the way that you flow. Mm -hmm. Is there any editing software that you use for your um, your photography or is there anything like Photoshop wise? Photoshop and Lightroom mm -hmm. all the way. Photoshop and Lightroom. I have a very messy chaotic system and um, way that I go about it. I remember the one time I took a photography class my professor and I butted heads a lot. Um, because I the, the way he was teaching it, um, it was it, it was the the correct way. <laughs> but I had been doing it a certain way for so long that I was like, 
no, this is what works for me. Like, I, I'm fine. I got it. And he would always be like, well, why don't you? I'm like, no. And and then I had a Nikon and he hated Nikon and he loved Canon. And we always like kind of clashed over that. Mm. So it was, it was funny. Um, but I definitely got yeah, Photoshop and Lightroom. But like I said, I don't have a system. It's just very chaotic. Yeah, it is what it is. It is what it is. Um, how did you come across calling yourself a, a photographer or an artist? I th think it was when I realized how much of myself I had poured into it and how much I had sacrificed for it and doing it and how much it had helped me in a lot of um, time periods in my life where I didn't have anything else that it was like, okay, this is more than just like me going out every once in a while, you know, and just taking photos. This is like something that um, I use to help like process things because it helps to, for me to see it outside of myself. Um, and I think that's when it kind of hit like, okay, this is something a little bit more than just like I said, than just like going out and taking photos. Like granted, I don't I don't make any money off of it. I sell prints occasionally from time to time, but um, there's something very personal about it that it's very much like mine and my own that I think um, is what led me to really calling myself that. that is there sense. like a certain drive, certain inspirations that keep you going? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think it's... Um, processing my own emotions and getting to know myself more, I think, especially like, I mean, having done this from when I was 14 and now I'm 24 and that 10 year span of just like being a child and then being like being a child and being 18 and being in that interim between child and adult and then now being an adult yet still feeling like a child. So there's, um, it's very, very much processing emotions. Like I can see now where I was when I was 14 doing it compared to now being 24 and doing it. And the difference is very drastic. <laughs> Do you find yourself looking back at any of your old works from a decade ago and thinking, wow, this is kind of cool or wow, we could like change that in different ways? Yeah. <laughs> all the time. Oh my gosh, all the time. Because I... I will, um, I found actually recently a bunch of my old work because when I first started, I would email photos to people. <laughs> like I just attach them to the email. I just send them out. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I never delete any of my emails. So I found all of them and I was looking through them and I was like, oh, wow. If only I had like just turned my head or like done this or like set the ISO like differently or something like that, you know, but I also see myself in that moment as like, oh, look at this little me, little me in there learning. That's so cool. Like, and, and it's, it's interesting to see little me and then where I am right now. And then like, oh my God, like I de devoted 10 years of my life to this. <laughs> what kind of advice would you give your, your 14 year old self? For, for, what kind of advice would you give to your 14 year old self? Check your shutter speed and stop shooting at F1.4. I only shot at <laughs> F1.4 all the time. But aside from that, probably just like, don't get so frustrated. Don't be so hard on yourself. Like if it doesn't come out the way that you see it. You know, like you're still, you're still a little baby. 
you're still small. Like you still you have time. You have all the time in the world. Um, pro- probably that. Yeah. That's beautiful. Um, let's see. What kind of impact do you say your art gives? I've had a lot of people before, like years ago, tell me on Instagram that their work had inspired them to get into photography, which was so cool. And that's all I ever wanted to do. Um, And I hope that what I create now and the work that I create, like, because I like creating things that are pretty, like that don't have meaning or depth to them, like a lot of the times just because it's fun. But with a lot of the work that I do have and the work that I've been creating recently, I hope it inspires vulnerability. I, I hope it's something that people can connect with. And I hope that it elicits emotions in the way of like, I don't need to be afraid of what I'm feeling. You know, like mm-hmm. I, 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 want, I want it to be something that people can look at and be like, oh, okay, like I, I can connect with this, I can resonate with this on a level that can help me feel less alone or help me feel like, you know, there's someone else out there too that is like, you know, maybe feeling the same way that I'm feeling. And I, and I mean that very ambiguously because I don't like to talk about the meanings behind a lot of my work because I like it when people are able to pull what they can pull mm. from it. Um, a lot of the times when I do make something, there is a meaning behind it. But I like seeing what other people say. I like watching how other people connect to it. Um, so yeah. Has there been a response to your art that's stuck to you? There's been a couple. I think it was, this, there was a photo I made a long time ago and I wrote something back when I used to write, I wrote something out alongside it as well that I um, uh, posted with the photo and I got a lot of comments on it and there was one comment in particular and I'm paraphrasing really poorly here because this was a long time ago but it said something along the lines of like if 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 somebody asks me what has inspired me the most I'm going to say that it's been this that's beautiful and I was like oh that's really cool like that's really cool that like something that I made was able to like reach somebody and I've, I've had a I've had a couple of comments like that and I've had um there was another recent comment on a photo that I just made about um, uh, somebody said that they really appreciated the vulnerability that I'm able to like showcase, mm-hmm. um, and that also meant a lot to me because that was some that's something that I've been trying to explore more and trying to um, put out there. <laughs> yeah, speaking of vulnerability, especially with the age of the internet, we've grown up with the internet mm-hmm. and growing up like posting on social media. How has that affected the way or has it had an effect on the way that you curate your own art? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it it has I've been specifically with Instagram. I've because that's where I really started. Like I said, that's kind of that's where I really got inspired to start photography. Um, I've seen it. I've been on it since its inception, and I've seen it evolve and grow in ways that are both great and ways that are both bad. I think that it is um, very difficult as an artist being on social media, um, and I think especially as someone who's been on it for so long and seen it grow and evolve in the ways that it has, it's, it, it is very, very difficult. And I think it's, it's very easy to get kind of sucked in and caught up with like, what's trending now? 
Like, what can I do that is going to, like, look good for the masses on social media? And there's a, a real huge push and pull between, like, okay, am I doing it for myself or am I doing it for other people? Mm-hmm. Where's um, the line between artist and content creator? Yeah, that line has been very... Uh, that line's almost blurred Yeah, in a lot of ways. It, it just can be very, very difficult to parse that out. Like, I, I always try to make sure that what I'm doing, I do it for myself first and foremost, but... It's really hard. Mm-hmm. It's really, really hard. I've struggled with that since I was very young. Has so. there been any other struggles or shortcomings you've faced as your photography has grown? Yeah, I think it it can be, like, really, really difficult to put work out there. Like, as- social media aside, like, thinking about, like, competitions or, like, submitting for, like, magazines or galleries or things like that it can be very very difficult especially like once you get off of social media and you start to look at like I think the one one recent exhibit I submitted for was the Belfast photo festival and then there's been a couple others I've had my eye on and getting off of social media and seeing all of these other photographers who like may or may or may not be on social media may or may not have that kind of following and being like oh my gosh this is so intimidating. Like, I think it's really easy to kind of get boxed into like social media being like the only source and the only way that I see or that like someone sees art because it's so easily accessible that we don't think about like, oh, if I Google and go down a rabbit hole, I can find like a competition in New York that's hosting like black and white street photography. And then there's all of these incredible artists. And I think that's been a shortcoming in the way of like, if I already didn't have imposter syndrome, my imposter syndrome just like went to the roof. <laughs> and it's it's easy to feel like, oh, I maybe I shouldn't be doing this. <laughs> but what brings you back? What brings you back? I remember how it makes me feel mm-hmm. and I remember um how much it's helped me. And then that that's sort of like the thought process of like, oh well, I know how it makes me feel. I like doing it for me, so I'm just going to keep going, regardless of whether or not it ends up, like, in a gallery or in a magazine or something, although that would be really cool. <laughs> yeah, what um, what would you say your future looks like in the next couple of years? Um, I hope and have dreamt about this for a while, that I would be working for... Um, a magazine like Dazed and Confused or um, Harper's Bazaar or Vogue or something. I think that that is where I would see myself. But I think more realistically probably where I would see myself is um, just continuing. And I don't know what that looks like, Mm -hmm. but just continuing, I think. I love that. Just where you are... Wherever your art flows. Mm-hmm. Um, and we talked about social media. Do you have like a social media you'd like to shout out? Um, like my social media? Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's pronounced Halcyon, but without the A. So it's H-L-C-Y-O-N. Cool. And this is Instagram? <laughs> yes, Instagram. Beautiful. Thank you, Maggie, for coming on in. Thank it was you. a wonderful time talking to you. <laughs> Thank you. This is so fun. <laughs> Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Why Arts Podcast. I'm your host, Jasmine. Shout out to the producer, Robin Smith, director, Anthony Brock, Jerry Earle, and the YMCA for providing us with this platform. Thanks.